Hello, Andy Clark here, and this is Here in Holland, the podcast in English all about life in the Netherlands. The podcast is for internationals already living here, people thinking about coming to the country, and anyone else who's interested in the Netherlands at all, really. This is the fourth in a mini-series of interviews on English language media. This time we focus on Dutch news. And don't worry, things do get going after the comedy start. One, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. Okay, that's up and running. Okay, can you please introduce yourself? My name is Molly Quell, and I'm a contributing editor at uh, DutchNews.nl. Uh, tell me, what is uh, Dutch News? Oh, let's, yeah, Sorry, yeah, it's okay. I just realized that the sound is on. <laughs> I was like, uh, that's not supposed to happen. There we go. Probably got mine on as well. There we go. Yeah. Uh, I think it'll be all right. There we go. Let's try that again. Let's try that again. Okay, go on. Let's take it from the top, yeah. My name is Molly Quell, and I'm a contributing editor at DutchNews.nl. Okay, tell me, what, what is Dutch... Uh, <laughs> Good start. Uh, okay. Uh, I need to know the professionals on yeah, this problem yeah, exactly, as well. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, tell me, what is Dutch News? Uh, Dutch News is the largest English language news service in the Netherlands. Uh, we produce about 10 to 14 uh, news stories a day, and we do a number of uh, features pieces. So we're basically an online uh, newspaper or magazine. And, and the main focus is daily Dutch news of all sorts, or is it a particular focus on um, political news, on sports news, or it's, it's everything? Uh, it's definitely everything. We do sports, we do current events, we do you know weird animal stories. We're doing a lot of election coverage right now with the Dutch elections coming up. So it's you know like New Puntinel or, or something along those lines, but uh, in English. And we do have a bit of a, a focus on stories that the international community is particularly interested in. So I think we probably cover issues with immigration and stuff like that maybe a bit more heavily than, a, than an average Dutch newspaper does. And, and how big is the Dutch news team? Uh, there is about eight of us. Um, we are all working uh, sort of part-time and, and remotely, so we're kind of spread out all over the country. But it's a, it's a good group of, uh, of journalists. There's a lot of, uh, of uh, high-quality talent that has come from different places and sort of all ended up here in the Netherlands and found our way to, uh, to, this, uh, to this place. Uh, where, where is the team from? And give me a, a sort of sketch of the international background of the team. So uh, the founder and editor-in-chief, uh, Robin Pascoe, is British slash Scottish. Um, there are a couple of Australians. There's several more uh, Brits, unsurprisingly. Uh, there's at least two Americans. Um, I think we have a there, and there's a there's several uh, sort of Dutch people, but who have like lived abroad for for part of their lives or something along those lines. It's it's a bit fluctuating. Yeah. And what are the most popular items then that you produce? Uh, oh, most popular items. Um, I definitely think that our political coverage, especially right now, is is quite popular. So we've been doing lots of stories about um, the elections. Uh, I know last year one of our more popular stories was um, the the story about um, what was it that the was it they were selling cocaine as white heroin in Amsterdam? I think one of those. Um, yeah, there was a story uh, uh, last year that was in the news about uh, some person who had found, I think, cocaine and they were selling that as white heroin, but it was like it became quite popular, so, so a bit of current events. Um, and a lot of our features reporting um, is usually uh, usually does does really well and sometimes gets picked up even by uh, international um, audiences. So we've, we did um, 
a bit about uh, the this uh, brewery in Amsterdam that's making water from rain or making water, making beer from rainwater, um, and that was uh, that was a quite popular story. So so people tend to like that. The the weather stories, unsurprisingly, do very very well on our Facebook page. So we like to we like to do lots of weather stories. People uh, even internationals like to complain about the weather in the Netherlands. Yeah, something that makes people feel at home, I guess. You yeah. can join the Dutch in moaning about the the wonderful weather here. Uh, what what do people ask you then when people get in touch with with Dutch? Do they ask uh, weird and wonderful things? So, what what are the what are some of the things that people ask? I think with a lot of you know popular online platforms, we do get a number of crazy questions about crazy sorts of things. Um, we get a lot of requests from small and community organizations who want us to maybe promote their events. They're doing a theater performance and stuff like that in English. Um, and I think we generally get a lot of questions about. Uh, politics and the royal family. So in particular, like when the king did the the annual speech in September, um, that's a thing that like sort of attracts a lot of attention and we tend to get a lot of questions about that. Um, I think when we go to expat fairs and and those sorts of things when we're sort of out interfacing with the public, the the biggest question that people want to know is kind of where can I just find the news so that I can kind of chat with my colleagues and, you know, it's really easy. It's DutchNews.nl. DutchNews.nl, social media as well, I guess? Yeah, so we're on uh, Facebook and, and Twitter, which are both very, very active. Um, the Facebook page in particular has a pretty good group of commenters who like to voice their opinions. Um, and you can also find us on yeah LinkedIn and Google Plus and Instagram as well. Um, and we just launched a podcast uh, a few weeks ago. So we've been doing a weekly uh, sort of news roundup discussion podcast um, that seems to be doing uh, pretty well. It's kind of popular with our audience. So you guys can check that out. It comes out on a Friday afternoon. Podcast. We love podcasts, of course, at the Here in Holland podcast. We, we salute all podcasts and certainly salute the Dutch news podcast as well. Um, what are some of the uh, discussions you get on social media then? You, you sort of hinted at uh, you sometimes get some lively discussions there. What sort of things do people like to talk about? Uh, well, you know, the, the, one of the endless topics of uh, discussion here in the Netherlands is the uh, Zwarte Piet discussion. So during that time of year, the, the comment section on the website and on, on Facebook and Twitter is, is quite active. Um, I think that we get a lot of uh, discussions about kind of the, the weird news sometimes attracts attention. So there was a story a few weeks ago about this uh, cat from Tilburg who ended up in Austria and then was returned when someone found it in Austria, discovered it had a microchip. So I think that, that got lots of like traction on, on, on Twitter. Um, I think we uh, tend to have a lot of discussions on, on Facebook about, yeah, I mean, I think sort of the typical things that people like to talk about. So lots of discussions about the weather. Anytime there's a story about NS that also always does quite well on Facebook, people like to complain about the trains, uh, you know, the Royal family, their, their, their photos and stuff also do, uh, do quite well. You're listening to the Here in Holland podcast, and I'm talking to Molly Quell from Dutch News. This is the fourth podcast in a mini-series on English-language media in the Netherlands. Alongside the interview podcasts, there are also story editions in which internationals share anecdotes about life in the Netherlands. Funny stories, weird stories, moving stories, everything really. And you can share your story too. I recently had this story sent to me via WhatsApp from Stan Levinson, who now lives in Thailand. He sent me the story for a project called Small Victories. Good morning, Andy. Um, I'm trying to participate in your project of uh, Small Victories. My Small Victory is uh, ancient history to you and uh, a lot of your other listeners since it happened in The Hague in 1971. 
where I lived for a year and uh, have not been back since then, although I certainly would like to and hope to one of these days. Um, that's another story. But uh, when I went to Holland in 1971 after having graduated university with my Dutch wife, um, you know, we didn't know how long we'd stay, but, uh, you know, we went there and we went to The Hague because she had some family there. Um, I had studied a little Dutch on my own before we went, and I, I have a kind of a facility for languages, so, you know, I wasn't worried about it. But when I got there, I was, I was kind of intimidated, and I just didn't, I just couldn't bring myself to speak. I don't, wherever we'd go, I'd let, her do the talking in the shops and everything like that. And, and you know, one day she said, oh we, oh, we need milk. And she started to put her jacket on. And I looked at her and I said, no, stop. I'll go. Well, there's no, there's no big uh, climax to this story except that I went and uh, bought what I needed to buy. And that was it after that. I felt so much better, and I, I, you know, began to enjoy it even more because I just got to that point where, God, I just have to speak for myself. And uh, I don't know if I said it at the beginning. My name is Stan Levinson, uh, born in New York. I'm basically my home is uh, east of Los Angeles in the San Gabriel Valley, but I currently live in uh, Thailand. Uh, Thanks, Andy. I really like your uh, podcast a lot, uh, both for nostalgic reasons and for the inherent quality. So thanks a lot and good luck with it. I'd love to get more stories like Stan's. Your first experience with the Netherlands, for example. It can be a funny story or a moving story, a story of a small victory like Stan's, or a story lost in translation of Dutch directness. It doesn't really matter. As long as you have a good anecdote to tell me, then please get in touch. Um, go to the website hereinholland.com. There's an email address there and the WhatsApp number is there. Or you can go to Facebook, facebook.com forward slash podcast here in Holland. You can get in touch with me either via the site or via the Facebook page. And there are details on how to subscribe to the podcast on the website too. OK, back to the interview with Molly Quell from Dutch News. Do people ask you for advice on how to, you know, new new internationals perhaps coming to the Netherlands? Do they ask you for, you know, how can I find this or how can I find that? And do do you act as a sort of help desk for people at times? Well, I mean, we are, you know, a news agency, not necessarily a help desk, although lots of people do ask us those questions. Um, we do have some resources uh, sort of on the website. We um, uh, have a whole community blogging section, which I think helps, you know, people can kind of find other people whose voices they, they sort of share. That that can be kind of nice. Um, and I think just because the group of us have, you know, are all expats who are living here um, and have been here for maybe a while and enough to get kind of integrated, we do get, you know, sort of questions about, you know, advice on dealing with sorts of issues. And, you know, when we get those questions, we try to kind of direct those people as best as possible. Although, you know, that's more something for, you know, some an, an organization like Access or something like that who does really help. Help, help people settle. Do you know how many people you actually reach across all of your platforms? Yeah, we have about uh, almost 30,000 followers on, a, on our Facebook page. We have about 10,000 followers on Twitter, and we get about 250,000 unique visitors a month. Um, and I think at this point, we're up to about 15,000, 20,000 subscribers to our newsletter. We send out a daily newsletter with all of the um, 
uh, just sort of the top news stories of the day every day at about five o'clock or sort of depends on when we start hitting the gin and tonics at the office. So it's a little, uh, little in flux. <laughs> okay. Okay. That sounds like, sounds like fun anyway. Yeah, absolutely. And how can people get that newsletter then? Uh, you can subscribe on the website. So if you go to dutchnews.nl, there's a little thing in the sidebar that says subscribe to the newsletter. It's free and uh, it'll turn up in your inbox and you can, uh, yeah, yeah. Get it, get all the top news stories. If you haven't had time to check us out on one of our other platforms, it'll, it'll show up, come right to you. And what about if people want to contribute? Can they write articles for DutchNews.nl? Um, generally speaking, the editor does not, Robin does not accept, um, yeah, sort of pieces along those lines. Although it, it does occasionally happen that she takes sort of freelance pieces from, from outside writers. And there is uh, contact information on the website if people have interesting story ideas or, you know, story tips. Or even if people have something that they think it would make for an interesting story, we sort of always take, you know, those kinds of tips. And you can kind of get in touch with us um, via editor at dutchnews.nl. Or you, you can send us a message on Facebook and Twitter. They all kind of we'll make sure it gets fed to the right person okay let's finish off by talking about the podcast because that's obviously the most important most platform important for, part, yeah. for all media in, in the in the world um no just kidding but you've just started with the podcast and how's the response so far uh, the response has been overwhelmingly positive we were really surprised uh our editor-in-chief was not convinced that a podcast was going to be a good way to sort of do things so maybe, she's mad <laughs> she is mad but but for maybe for other reasons as well um, so uh, me and another colleague who were really into podcasting sort of on our own um, decided that we really wanted to do this. So we may have fed our editor-in-chief a number of gin and tonics at the annual Boral and then sort of pounced on her in front of a room full of people who were receptive to our request. Um, so she kind of let us go forward with this. And so we started, I think we're up to podcast number six or seven. Um, and it's been a pretty good uh, run so far. So it's it's me and one of the other journalists um, who is a guy that's lived here for a very long time. And we also have a Dutch, um, he's actually a student at the TU, but he's one of these sort of people with a lot of knowledge about current events and stuff. Um, and we do a bit of news. We, we try to get a bit of a broad base so that you can kind of get an overview of sort of what's happened during the week. And then we do a, a discussion on a, on a sort of relevant topic. Um, you know, there's been a lot of election coverage the past few weeks, which I think will probably continue on to March. And then we're going to have to, I guess, find something else to, uh, to talk about. Okay, and where can people find the podcast? Um, it goes up onto SoundCloud, um, so SoundCloud uh, slash Dutch News NL. Um, but as of the last couple of weeks, it's starting to filter out onto a lot of these uh, podcasting apps. Um, so we will be up on iTunes shortly, but you can find us on Stitcher. Um, you can find us on Google Play, like the, a, a bunch of these. So whatever your favorite podcasting app is, it should be there. And if it's not, please send us an email at podcast at dutchnews.nl, and we will uh, try to get it up there for you. Okay, what's the best thing about working at Dutch News? Other than the gin and tonics? Um, I think it's just really nice to be involved in a media organization as a journalist living, you know, here in the Netherlands and sort of have the opportunity to kind of really be involved in society, but still reaching out to, you know, people who are like me, who sort of have ended up here for whatever reason and, uh, you know, maybe don't speak Dutch really great. And so they want to be able to understand the world that's going on around them, but they, you know, can't, they don't have access, you know, you can't read the telegraph or something like that. So it's nice to kind of be sort of helping people in that way. Okay, great. Thanks. Okay, brilliant. Molly Quell from Dutch News. You can find Dutch News at dutchnews.nl. It's a great way to keep up with events in the Netherlands for English speakers. You've been listening to the Here in Holland podcast, the podcast designed to help expats get the most out of life in the Netherlands. If you haven't subscribed already, then please do. I felt so much better and 
I, I you know, began to enjoy it. It means you get all new episodes automatically and please tell family and friends about here in Holland. I need all the help I can get to spread the word about the podcast. And as you know, uh, not everyone is fully up to speed on podcasting, so together we need to spread the word. And maybe you know people who are thinking about coming to the Netherlands. The podcast can be interesting for them too. You can subscribe via iTunes or the Android app of your choice. And if you're not sure on how to do that, then there's a guide at the website hereinholland.com. You've been listening to an interview edition. There are also story editions in which expats, internationals, share stories of their life here in the Netherlands. Themes include rude awakenings, Dutch directness, chance encounters and small victories. Subscribe and you'll get the story editions too. It is, of course, all free. I just got to that point where, God, I just have to speak for myself. And please do get in touch to tell me your own story. And you can also let me know what you think of the podcast. You can send a message via the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash podcast here in Holland or via the site hereinholland.com. You can also WhatsApp me 06 12 42 83 87. From me, Andy Clark, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks, Andy. I really like your uh, podcast a lot. 